0: Psalm 5, verse 3, in the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait in expectation. God's waiting today. And as Lori shared the earlier scripture, there's something that's going to happen here today. I'm just a little bit excited and I get to be a part of it. But it's definitely something amazing that that's going to happen. And we're going to take a little bit to get there. The video that you just watched, though, it, it, you know, it looked like there, there wasn't anything that was unexpected. It was like an everyday constant doing the same thing every single day, just a different day, just a different month, just a different year. Do your life ever feel like that? It's the same thing, just a different day. Yeah. But today is a different day that you can eagerly wait in anticipation and it might cause a little, little intrepidation here this morning. We, we might ask you today to, to get out of your comfort zone. Of course, we do that a lot here at Messiah, so maybe you're used to it. I don't know. But, but be ready. And you might, perhaps you can feel it right now. You know, every time that a pastor gets the opportunity to hear at Messiah, I, I think God has a sense of humor or something. Because uh, in case you didn't know, I'm not the guy who's supposed to be teaching you this morning. Did you guys know that? Uh, on, uh, on Friday morning at about uh, 8.30 in the morning, Pastor Ed says, Hey, Kurt, I'm sick. Can you preach on Sunday? Sure. By the way, Ed is, is still not feeling well. Please keep him in your prayers. The flu is going around. But every time you you step onto this pulpit, Pastor John can tell you, right? Ty can tell you that you have to live it first. So for the last 40 48 hours, I've been way out of my comfort zone because usually a message takes days. In fact, here, you know, maybe sometimes weeks you're thinking about this. So, so the only thing that I can do today, and sometimes it's the best thing, is to totally rely on God. Are you guys ready to do that with me this morning? And so yeah. Oh but I'm still awaiting with eager expectation. I'm so excited for all you guys today. Pastor Ed started last week, and he was speaking about that every single person here has a God-given dream. You do? You do. And you're thinking, well, Pastor, I don't think so, because I think God must have forgot me, because I don't have any dream, any, any passion in my life that, that God has given me special to do, but he has. You just haven't discovered it yet. Today is an exciting today because last week we invited you to, to feel free to dream again, right? To, to stop this monotony. That video was classic, by the way. You guys didn't laugh. That was sort of funny. Did you guys? You didn't pick it out that, that every day. That was Matt Clement, by the way. Matt's parents. I saw him somewhere. He's the guy at the coffee house. Yeah, you guys know Matt, and and every single day, he's kind of got his chart, right? You get up in the morning, and uh, he goes ahead, and he gets his coffee, he brushes his teeth, he goes to work, he comes home, he eats dinner, he watches TV, he goes on Facebook, he goes to bed, and then the next day, did you notice that it had like day 69, 100,000 or something up there, and he's going and he's checking it off, checking it off, checking it off, checking it off. your life ever feel like that? I asked you that question before. And if it does, are you ready to change today? Are you willing to change? There's some boards in front of you. We're going to give you an opportunity in a little while. And Ty is going to talk about it. That's the question. Are you ready to dream today? To open your minds. And by the way, don't fall asleep in the pews here, all right? Okay. I'm saying stay awake. Stay awake. But do a little daydreaming with me of what in the world God would have you and I to do with the rest of our lives, whether we're we're 65 years old or 75 years old and we're retired, or if we're a a young person like Taylor Krensky who had a dream to raise money, to to share houses with the Haitian people. If you're middle-aged and you got a bunch of kids, if you're a mom and you're thinking, Pastor Kurt, I don't have any time to dream. Are you kidding me? I'm taking my kids here. I'm doing the laundry. I'm making the meals. Where in the world do I have time to dream? But God has given you a dream. And I'm so excited today, waiting, waiting to see you take that next step forward. So, so like this, for, for me, this is a little uncomfortable to do this on such short notice. I, I told you guys that it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable for you this, this morning as well. We're going we're to talk about a few things and, and talk about why don't people pursue their dreams? What's getting in the way between you right here and your dream over there? What's in the way? Indeed, if that's what is in the way, indeed, can't we trust God to do anything? Doesn't Jesus say all things are possible with God? Did you guys forget this? Can you say that with me? All things are possible with God, and you can dream. Pastor Ed shared, we can dream because of everybody is debt-free. Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus rose again, he forgave all your sins, in case you didn't know that, anything you've ever done wrong. And because you have that hope in Jesus Christ, you have a dream God's dream because there's so many people who don't know him yet. What's your dream? And are you ready and willing to change that same old comfortable routine today? Today. Today. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 37 because we're journeying with Joseph of the Old Testament to see him stepping out of his Comfort zone. Oh my goodness, way out of his comfort zone. Page 28 in your Pew Bibles. And we're looking to get past this stuff that we're doing every single day to make some kind of little change today. And praying God gives us the, the power and the uh, encouragement to do that. Genesis, pay, uh, Genesis 37, uh, we're continuing with the story of Joseph, verse 12, page 28 in your Pew Bibles. And so we're going to go ahead and, and take a journey, read the text. And after we talk about that for a little bit, we're going to say, okay, How does it apply for us? So here we go, Genesis chapter 37, verse 12. Now his brothers had gone to graze their father's flocks near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, as you know, your brothers are grazing the flocks near Shechem. Hebrew-like repeats itself, you ever notice that? Come, I'm going to send you to them. And as you guys remember, Pastor, I shared with you this 17 year old kid, Joseph, who his brothers hated, were jealous of, favorite son, got the ornamented, multicolored coat, was the overseer of his brothers. So it's not uncommon that he should go and check on his brothers. And we continue to read. And here it reads like this So Joseph says, Very well. He replied, verse 14. So he said to him, Go and see if all's well with your brothers, with the flocks. Bring word back to me. And then he sent him off from the valley of Hebron. This is where Jacob lives. And when Joseph arrived at Shechem, a man found him wandering around in the fields and asked him, What are you looking for? He replied, I'm looking for my brothers. Can you tell me where they're grazing their flocks? They have moved on from here, the man said. I heard them say, Let's go to Dothan. So first of all, Joseph has already gone a long way to Shechem, some 50 miles north of of where Jacob is at. And now that he has to go to Dothan, we're talking another 10, 15 miles, some 65 miles away. These guys must have had a lot of sheep that they were grazing. So Joseph is sent to check on his brothers, and we read further. They moved on from here, verse 17 again. The man answered, I heard them say, let's go to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them near Dothan, but they saw him in the distance, and before he reached them, they plotted to kill him. And you remember prior that Joseph had shared some dreams. Two dreams, in fact. The, the first dream, as Pastor Ed shared, an agricultural dream. Uh, a dream about a sheave that stood up and above and all the brothers and all the family sheaves bowed down to it. And then, to make things worse, Joseph not only shares that dream, makes his brothers angry, makes them jealous, makes them... <laughs> obviously want to kill him. He shares it a second time. Do you think this 17-year-old kid would have been a little bit brighter? They didn't like it the first time. Why would you open your mouth a second time and share it? Because it was God's dream. So Joseph shares that dream. Do you remember that dream? It's a celestial dream, as Pastor Ed said. It's a heavenly dream. It's a divine dream. And there, the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars again are bowing down to Joseph. And if you remember how the brothers responded, angry, upset, more jealous, want to hurt him. And his dad, kind of as Mary, contemplated those things, sort of treasured them in his heart and and thought, huh, God's up to his big dream again. So so that's where we're we're headed today, and and here we have the experience as we continue to read a little bit further there in verse 19. Here comes that dreamer, they said to each other. Come now, let us kill him and throw him into one of these cisterns and say that a ferocious animal devoured him. Then we'll see what comes of his dreams. Yeah, we'll put that kid in his place. Uh, uh, Uh-uh-uh. And so they go ahead and they throw him in a well, a cistern. It's dry, as the Bible continues to share. Verse 21, when Reuben heard this, he tried to rescue him from their hands. Let's not take his life, he said. Don't shed any blood. Throw him into the cistern here in the desert. Don't lay a hand on him. And Reuben said this to rescue him from them and take him back to his father. He planned later to sneak him out of there. That was his plan. So verse 23, So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the richly ornamented robe he was wearing, and they took and threw him into the cistern. And now the cistern was empty and there was no water in it. Verse 25, And as they sat down to eat their meal, These guys, they throw them in a cistern. Hey, guys, let's have a meal. And so they go ahead, and all of a sudden, as the Bible continues to read in verse 25, they looked up and saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead. Their camels were loaded with spices, balm, myrrh, and they were on their way to take them down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, What will we gain if we kill our brother and cover up his blood? Come, let's sell him to the Ishmaelites and not lay our hands on him. After all, he's our brother, our own flesh and blood, and his brothers agreed. So, the last verse. So when Midianite merchants came by, his brothers pulled Joseph up out of the cistern and sold him for 20 shekels. Do you guys remember? Somebody else was sold for some amount of shekels. Huh. And then the Ishmaelites, who took him, they took him to Egypt. The Ishmaelites, by the way, do you you remember? Ishmael was the son of who? Abraham. And Abraham is the father of who? Jacob, right? We make sure we don't get those things wrong, right? Isaac. And then, all of a sudden, these people show up, and they possibly are relatives, long, distant people. But oftentimes, Ishmaelites in the Bible would be those those people who indeed were traders in the desert, merchants. And so they decided to go ahead and purchase Joseph as a slave. But if you notice here, it kind of looks like things have gotten bad, that the dream that God gave Joseph all, all of a sudden is gone, but you notice he preserved his life. Being sold into slavery might have looked bad. It took Joseph out of his comfort zone, way out of his comfort zone. He didn't expect that to happen that day, but God was doing and up to something right beginning there. I question for you. Are, once again, are you tired of your everyday routine? And today, are you ready and willing to change, to embrace the God? given dream that you have in your heart. This is where you actually say yes or no. Are you? A little hesitant there. Are you ready and willing today to change and pursue the God-given dream that God has given you? Are you ready? Yes. 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 Okay. Let's go. As we talk a little bit further though this morning, God's given each and every one of us a dream i have a dream it's what i'm doing right now and there is nothing more amazing than to be standing here humbly and sometimes making a mistake in the bible right yeah. and being humble and being willing to admit that and to say, stay, stand right here and share of god's love and his grace and his truth with you so i'm living a dream but that, that dream didn't come easy. God gave me this dream, my, my dream, for his dream for me. When I was about six years old, God started knocking even then saying, Kurt, I think you're supposed to serve me as a pastor. And, and as you saw in that video, in the mundane life, and you could think God picks you at six, I think so. And the dream got a little wider and louder and God's kind of sharing it. Do you guys, any of you guys ever acolyte before? Like, You light the candles up here, guys do that before? Yeah. Pastor John, lit the candles. See, pastor, all right. You light the candles, you're in. <laughs> Oops. So, God is continuing to move, and I make my way to a Christian, a Lutheran high school, and I've been part of something called ambassadors, ongoing ambassadors for Christ. Any of you know what that is? Good. And God was asking me to get out of my comfort zone. What they do is they go to people's doors, they knock on the door, strangers, and share Jesus with them. Talk about getting out of your comfort zone, but it was fun. And the the dream, God's dream, continued. So I go off to college. Yep, I think I'm going to be a pastor. I get all the way, and I might have shared this story before, but I'm sharing it today again, so it might be personal for you. I get all the way to the seminary, and I'm thinking I'm pursuing my dream. I'm pursuing God's dream. And all of a sudden, the dream fails. And I take a 14-year hiatus, 14 years in between learn a lot of stuff, Work for a place called Blockbuster Video. Yes, video manager becomes pastor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's like the news heading. And I learned a lot along the way about how to work with people. But I, sometimes I can't imagine that how, how can a 26-year-old kid get up here and lead God's people and, and have people older than him? I don't know. But some guys been get my God to do that. But the dream failed, and I was mortified. Oh my goodness. Think of the, the, the terror that comes in because it became my parents' dream. It was my grandfather's dream that he could be a pastor some today. All of a sudden, it fails. And 14 years later, I kind of hear what Matt did in the video. I hear, a rise, Kurt. Let's go. God was working, training all the way along some 14 years later, and the noise gets louder. Do you guys have any longings in your heart today like Joseph was given a dream? Maybe God put it there when you were a child and you've forgotten it. But there's this something in the stillness and in the night and during the day, and it's there all the time, and the voice is getting louder. I need you to do this. This is your dream. Anybody experienced that? Yeah, a few of you are afraid to raise your hand. And the dream gets louder and louder, and finally, uh, 1998, uh, I would have lost my job if I wouldn't have given it up. But, in fact, the the movie that was popular that year was the Titanic. My job went down and a new dream arose. Talk about irony. And so I tell my wife, hey, honey, uh, I think that we're supposed to go to to St. Louis, Missouri. I'm supposed to study a pastor again. And she kind of gives me that look. You know the look, ladies, right? you got to be kidding me, guy. I'm working this job for, for some 12 years. I love my job. You expect me to pack up and follow your dream. Oh, that's nice. But we pray a lot. We ask for God's direction. 2000. And we go to St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, Study there, the most blessing of experience. Talk about sitting at the feet of Jesus. To have a vicarage in Lee Summit, Missouri, near Kansas City, Missouri. And then uh, 2004, some folks from Messiah said, hey, you want to come here? And I said, yeah, I want to come here. And it's some six and a half years later now. And there's another dream stirring as well. You have a dream too. But sometimes pursuing a dream like Joseph was taken way, way out of his comfort zone. He didn't expect that day. Of course, he should have expected that day, the way he talked to his brothers, right? That something's gonna happen to you if you keep on sharing that dream. And something's ready to change for you today. You didn't expect it. Feel a little uncomfortable right now? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Take courage. Those are the words of Jesus when indeed he went out on the water and the waves were coming up and he looked like a ghost. And all of a sudden, Jesus comes there, Peter sees him and they're afraid. And he, Jesus says, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. And Peter said, If it's you, if this dream's really from you, tell me to come on the water and he does and you remember how how the story goes then Peter gets up on the water he's walking on the water all of a sudden Peter starts sinking down into the water And, and you know what happens after that well that's where we would look at our Bible Jesus immediately scoops him up out of the water and rescues him and so when you're thinking about your dream and my goodness will I fail you might but God will be with you the whole way. And did you hear the words uh, spoken to Joshua? Be strong and courageous today. To step out of your comfort zone. So what's stopping you? What's stopping you today from following your dream? Is it is it your family who said, You gotta be kidding me? You're gonna go ahead and, and go off to the seminary at age 65. By the way, there's guys indeed who at that age, at retirement age, said, yes, I'm gonna do this. What is it for you today to take that next step forward? And what's stopping you? Is it finances? That's stopping you from pursuing the dream and you're going, I have to work or I don't even have a job and I'm too busy to think about dreams. Maybe it's finances that are getting in the way. Whatever that dream God has for you, what's getting in the way? Maybe it's your own fear. There's a little fear and trepidation to to go ahead and do a sermon with less than 24 hours to get it ready. But sometimes God calls and it's time to go. What's stopping you? Is it fear? Hear the words of Jesus to you guys again. Don't be afraid. And in the Bible it said hundreds, in fact, 300 times over, don't be afraid. Take courage. The words of Jesus asking his disciples to go when he's out on the water and the waves are coming, it's I. Don't be afraid. Take courage. Today you're being asked to step out of your comfort zone and pursue the dream that God has been giving you. And earlier we asked, are you ready? So are you ready? Oh my goodness, you changed your mind. (laughs) here you are here's fear here's the dream are you ready to step out take courage a little bit of fear to pursue the dream today we are going to give you the opportunity to make a choice and this is a safe place you guys got to know that this is a place where you can dream and nobody's going to judge your dream and say, that's foolish. In fact, I expect that a lot of folks are going to come alongside you in your dream and support you and pray for you and, yes, challenge you too. But this is a safe place. And know this as well. The, the activity that Tige's going introduced in a moment, I know that this dream thing is a process. You may not be ready. You may not be ready, but God is putting something on your heart today the Holy Spirit is knocking and saying are you ready to change day are you tired of the same old same old do you want to make a difference Messiah Lutheran Church's mission is you guys help me what is it oh man reaching one more life with Jesus do you guys have your bulletin in front of you grab it grab it grab it see that thing printed on the front Okay, one more time together. The the mission of Messiah Lutheran Church is reaching reaching one one more more life life with with Jesus. Jesus. In the example of Joseph, God was moving not just to to put Joseph under a lot of duress and and to take him out of his comfort zone and to cause him to be a slave, eventually Joseph would become the most powerful person in all of Egypt. Sold that for a reason. So that he could not only save his family, but save all of Egypt during famine. In fact, the, the children of Israel and from that family of Joseph would come somebody else who would be sold for some amount of silver as well. His name is Jesus Christ. And indeed, Jesus was willing and ready to come to this earth for every one of us in this life, to forgive us our sins, to give us eternal life, and to give you a dream. He was willing, are you? Are you? It might be a little nerve-wracking. You know, one of the most challenging things to do is when, when you do this is to actually say out loud what your dream is. Yeah? Yeah? You guys hear me? It's really terrifying to say out loud what God has in your heart to do. And sometimes, if people are going to laugh, you don't want to say it. But I'm going to set an example. You guys ready? Okay, do not laugh. Okay, here you go. (laughs) I know you're going to (laughs) laugh. I have other dreams, but here's a dream. This is one of my dreams. You all watch Mary Poppins? Come on, you ever watch Mary Poppins before? Guys are going, no, dude, I never watched that stuff. That's <laughs> my guess. I'm not admitting to this. And in Mary Poppins is Julie Andrews, Mary Poppins, and there's another part of Dick Van Dyke plays, and it's Burt. okay? My dream is that one day, along with all the other chimney sweeps, I might step in time. I told you you'd laugh. Uh, I can't dance for Diddley. Yeah. Dance for Diddley. <laughs> I can sing, but, but I don't think I'm capable of doing that. I don't have the skills that people do at the Center of the Arts. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. I don't feel worthy to do that. Hmm. And frankly, I don't know if I'm that willing sometimes God gives you crazy dreams. I share that with you because your dream is special to God and it's not crazy. And I was thinking, how in the world can, can being a part of a, a musical reach one more life with Jesus? And I thought and I thought and I thought, oh my goodness, if I go there and I talk to people and I talk about God's love and I reach out to somebody who need, who's in hurting or whatever they need and I pray with them, yeah. Reaching one more life with Jesus. Today, you're sitting in a pretty comfortable place, and you're hearing a pretty dangerous message. Joseph was called, forced, out of his comfort zone, nice, cozy with daddy, right? Got his brothers, here I am, here's my coat, see me Joseph, right? To be taken as a slave, to be put back in prison again, and then eventually to be, receive extreme blessing it's going to be a tough journey. But God's inviting you this morning to dream the dream that He's given you. So, are you ready? Yes. In a moment, uh, tiger is going to share an amazing opportunity for you to let the cat out of the box and for a lot of people to pray over your dreams. And, and once again, know this is a safe place and maybe the dream isn't quite there. You're not quite sure. But if you're ready to dream, God is is ready to lead you to places that you've never been before to indeed reach one more life with Jesus. And all God's people are ready to do that, say, amen.